He doing what now? <laughs> that boy. That boy. That boy arm backwards. You say he was touching ass from the front. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy got beat. What he put his hands bad. in his back pocket. You know how? You know how? Like, you know how? Like, you like you give somebody like a high, not a high five, but like a low five, and then they turn around and put their hand behind their back and slap it behind their back. That's like his, his hands like stuff like that. <laughs> he looked like if you uh, took an arm off of Mr. Potato Head, turn it backwards, and put it back on. Yeah, like if you put it on the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> That's that man's arm. We were like, Jamie Fox was involved in that. That doesn't get talked about a lot. He was Jamie there. Hands. Jamie threw hands. Apparently, Jamie Fox is backstage in the middle of it. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people got some stomps in on this dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, and rightfully so. I mean, come on, like man. Three, six what, video. Do you think what do you think you're doing? And to come to find out that the gun was a gun knife. I mean, even boy, his boy Rambo, wasn't he? Which is like, either Santa one Santa. of them could have been extremely dangerous. It makes you wonder, like, how the hell did this dude get in there, the place with that? Like, but I don't know. It was, no, it was like a, it, it was a switchblade like gun knife. So it looked like a gun. It looked like a gun. You hit a button and like a knife flips out the front. It's like you get that shit on the strip in Gatlinburg, didn't you? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that one shop like right at the beginning. <laughs> It has, it has like the uh, has like the axes and stuff. G <clears throat> bird gun. Yeah. But I will say this: he he kind of deserve it, dude. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't feel bad for him. I they didn't press charges. They're just like, oh, we chopped that shit up, man. You got you got yours. Well, here well here's the thing. You know, it's, it's like it's like thanks because now I have more material. I feel like it says at least at least for the you know because everybody's worried about the Will Smith thing they're like man people are gonna think we'll they can get run, out on him. people are gonna think they can run you know run up on the stage and all this stuff now so this oh, this yeah. this sends the press this this sends a message the other way that yeah okay yeah. people might be emboldened to run up on stage but here's worst case scenario for the dude that runs yeah. up on stage yeah. he just got hung up by like twenty people. Never mind, like the three people chasing him that slipped and fell, but we're not going to mention that. But well, well, he didn't really have anywhere to go, and he ran to like a sea of people, and I couldn't even see the dude. All I saw was feet. <laughs> well, to anybody that is an idiot and doesn't know about the crew that Dave Chappelle runs with when he does comedy tours, hasn't heard the stories of people coming up to him backstage. Your boy said shirts and blouses, didn't he? Like uh, R. Kelly and his people ran up, didn't run up, but they walked up on Dave Chappelle backstage. Oh, because of something he said, or whatever, or was it because of the skits? Well, because of the song, yeah, yeah. because of the song. Oh yeah, and he was like <laughs> that song. Pee on you. And nothing <laughs> happened. Like that he did. Happened, like he did. Dave Chappelle uh, bounced right off Dave too. Like they they've been in the gym, y'all. Y'all got. Oh, he's, yeah, he's he's a big, he's like a lot bigger than what he used to be. I mean, Dave, it, ain't, right it ain't half baked Dave Chappelle anymore. He's he like, like some guy he, that's not gonna punch you back. He full baked now. <laughs> <laughs> full baked Dave. Just because he has money doesn't mean he he doesn't forget where he's from. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yes. So what that's a the longest. That? Non-intro intro we've ever had, but everybody knows what we're talking about. Call a cold open in the industry, Richard. Uh, it's what it's it's what the pros call. It. Yeah, when there's like a travesty, and that's where the conversation goes. You start talking about touching ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> touching your own ass. Put your back is warm. Get your hands in your back. Uh, no wallet. He went night night. I don't know where to go from there on that one. Well, okay, I'll take it over. Welcome to the Big Ten and Rich podcast. There we go. Uh, Let's get this thing back so, on the oh, oh, we're here now. Right. Yeah, we're here. We're back. We're back. Uh, Richard? Yep. Baby update? On yeah. Bio. How's it going? Good. Uh, just kind of waiting, like, any time, any day now. Are you but, calling her around with a basket? 
and like kicking it out. Oh my walks. god! <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no. Um, she's ready though. She's she's like I I'm ready to just get this done. <laughs> get him she, here. She, get this human out of me. Does she realize how? big it would be for her our podcast if she ran in real quick and says my water broke. Oh man. Yeah, you, know what, you know that um that Viral. video that you see of uh what was it uh Prince Prince Charles when they was interviewing him in the in the war and yeah. they got the mic on and, and then he took off running. That's what that's how that would be. Yeah. That's how that would, would go. You would leave it you would leave the computer up though, right? Yeah. Oh okay cool. I would so just drop the headphones and be gone. Me and, we, me and Kenny would get to laugh at all the yelling that happens after that. Are, are we going to last? Are we going to laugh during this thing or what? Oh God, what? <laughs> that's not even a joke. <laughs> I, I haven't heard a no yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. I'm trying to process that thought right now, and uh, I'll get back to you. Okay. Uh, so, so any minute now, any update from the doctors? Everything's good. Everything's cool. Oh yeah, everything's good. Good, 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 good. Blessings yeah, on blessings. Yeah. Um, so I get what we, we kind of decided. I, I I'm gonna set this up. I heard an interview right before I came on, and the people were discussing, like, not necessarily in sports media, but kind of across um, all platforms. They said there's a real not like an issue going on. And what they said was, is think that there's a, like a hot take epidemic going on. I think I'm going to see what you're going with this. Like, like you just can't have a normal opinion. It's either got to be the best ever or the worst ever, or it's Mm. garbage or it's the best thing ever made. Like there's no, Hey, this is good. Or something that goes completely against, like the complete polar opposite of popular opinion. Right. And and hearing that and how we grew up in the era where, I mean, we grew up with the best hot take artists alive. You got Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bell. Well, I think that's the reason why that we're Sharp. kind of seeing that trend is those guys right there. Yeah, they set the, pay, they set the groundwork. I mean, even to an extent, you got to look at the Barstool, like how Barstool came up. Um they seem more chill now than, than than everybody else when it comes to like. Know, which is, well, do you think it's do you think it's because of that? Yeah, and I think, think it's, it's because. Well, I like them more because of it too. Okay. Because in general, they just seem like they're not going to overreact because everybody else is overreacting. Well, because the thing is, it's, like, it's getting to be it's like it's actually like less about the opinion and more about. How much conversation can you stir up by taking and taking a stance on something? I mean, do you, it's right. like I feel like sometimes these guys don't even believe what they're saying, but they know it's going to cause controversy. It's going to cause conversation. They're going to have people on both sides of it. It's going to get clicks. It's going to get you know retweets. That's just what it's. It's just it's less about like actual thoughtful opinion and more about just like. I think a part of it too. How much can I get people talking? Sorry, no, you can jump in. Uh, Oh, uh, so I think that and uh, people that are just kind of taking like one line out of a quote and just driving it as the story when it's not the whole story too. Oh, dude, I hate I hate when people leave parts of a of a a story out, or they or they or they take they take like a chunk of a quote. Yeah, and they and like there's a lot. That's the thing. A lot of people don't know they're 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 you know having confidence in these people that they're giving them the correct information, and you know your average person listening to the radio or TV like they're not going to seek out the entire conversation, right? To see the real you know what's really going on. Well, see, Barstool's fallen victim to that, where people will share. A portion of the take and say this was said by so and so Marshall for personality, but when you go and listen to the full take, you don't understand context, you don't understand the whole spectrum of it. 
Yeah, I bet KFC is getting the worst of of a KFC, lot of those people. That like in that interview, they were like, "I don't know how that man lives his life because he wakes up content, content, content." You got to think those one minute he he tweeted out something the other day, Kenny. You would like the one minute man videos. Yeah, I, uh, I like them a lot. He had one one of his one minute man videos, sixty three million views. Damn. In two days? And none of it was monetized. Damn. He was like, he was like, what are we doing here? How yeah. are, what, what's our sales team doing here? And so, like, oh, that's a different conversation. But yeah, yeah. You, you would like one minute, man. But it is, like, he's like, he has a hot take, but in a minute, he has this well thought out why I think this way. Yeah, I respect that more because he's taking a topic and giving a quick opinion on it. And then nine times out of ten, he has a lot of, like, even in that short period of time, has a lot of evidence or whatever. And then he kind of seems to throw it to you and be like, I don't know, you go check it out kind of thing. I mean, that's the thing. Right. If if you can have a hot, like, not all hot takes are bad. It's like, it just depends on, like, what's what's the what's the thought process behind it. Like, did you... Just really sit there and look at something and think outside the box and come up with this take based on, like, you put all this stuff together and you're like, I think this. Or are you just saying something because everybody else is saying one thing and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go against the grain and I'm just going to say this. To me, as long as it's genuine, that's what I'm saying. Then it's good. If it's forced, then it's bad. Then it's like. You're doing that on purpose. Yeah, so if, really if it's some formulated, yeah. if it's some formulated take that you had to actually think about, then yeah. But if you're just doing it out of spite or just doing it for clicks or whatever, like it's just, I don't know. I think that's where I think fake. Like I'll, I'll I'll keep it local to Nashville. I think Clay Travis is still trying to ride that train. Oh, the like, stuff he put out today is definitely riding some trains. I didn't hear about that. We'll talk if you want. We'll bring it up in a second. But like, he's stuck in that. Not necessarily. He's never going to be Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith. They are top of the total pole as far as that goes. But like, he still gets fall off from that. I mean, he's he's amassed a huge following because of it. But is there is there an expiration date on that? I think so, and I think it's coming soon. Is it co- coming soon? Okay, so so like. We will have lived through the hot take era. What comes after that? Are we going to get back to? Because I think, honestly, I think this is kind of maybe because I think, honestly, this is a wave of of and this is no opinion on politics. But I think this is a wave of the Trump era that's kind of made people go this route. And it's going to eventually, especially if he doesn't, you know, he's going to run for president again. But if he doesn't get, you know. Get that far, almost it's going to kind of die out. <clears throat> well, because good journalism is going to have to rise. It it, it really started <clears throat> ramping up during the first, and and, it, and it's across all platforms. It's just not sport. It started ramping up the first Obama term. You started seeing more people coming out of the woodworks to give takes yeah. on just wild stuff, and then the Trump era kind of ran it into the ground. And I'm just talking about you know the peaks and valleys of it all. And yeah. now it's just kind of like you only see a small percentage of people who still hang on to those, but the majority is going, I'm fucking, I just want some insight. I want some, I want something. If you're going to be funny, be funny with it, but have some knowledge behind what you're saying. Like people yeah. are getting tired of just people shooting from the hips for dumb ideas. Yeah, I think they would trade with, with not trade with Clay is like I think what happened with him because I mean, he's an intelligent guy obviously and he has good business sense and stuff. I honestly yeah. think that he found he's just like kind of found a lane mm-hmm. and he decided you know what regardless of like he now and and that, and that could actually make him one of the worst hot take guys out there. I felt like he he he, he fell into a lane. And saw that it was it was catching on, and yeah. he leaned as far into it as possible. He made a business decision. Yes, 
He said, you know what? If, 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 this, I don't, if, these, if these type I, of people are going to be my fan base, I'm going to cater to them. Yeah, and yeah. I, I respect it. Like, totally respect the grind. I don't, you know, some of the stuff I'm like, nah, that's not for me, man. But, yeah. um, you know, it's ultimately landed him. I mean, he, he landed one of the biggest radio jobs in America. He, he and uh, uh, Buck Sexton Buck now has Sexton, the yeah. replaced Rush Limbaugh yeah. since Rush's past. Yeah. And so, like, but, like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just next move. That'll be interesting. And everything Kenny said, Clay Travis said as much when Dave Portnoy interviewed him on his podcast. And he literally was like, I saw what Barstool was doing, and I tried to bring it to the South because nobody was doing it down here. And he yeah. was correct. Yep. Nobody was. And so that's why he amassed a following down here. And, I mean, of course he's going to play to that's – that's, that's the checks he's cashing. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go against what they say. Because if he does, he's like, shit, I, I just lost a thousand followers. And during the grind, a thousand followers is a lot. Yeah. So but it's just, it's just it's just one of those things, though. It's like, you know, it's like regardless of his political beliefs, he's like, you know what? What, what gets people fired? You know, he's like, I know I'm into sports, but what gets people really fired up in this area? Politics, yeah. right? Okay. How, how can I start? How can I start sprinkling that stuff in there? You know, and he he. It, it, obviously, you know, it, like it does turn people off. Some some people off because like it's like when they listen to sports, they want to listen to sports. They don't want right. they don't want to do it. They don't want the politics. But there's a lot of people out there that that's all they want. You know, that, that they're so in like entangled in politics that it's like right up their alley. Like I'll listen to politi- political stuff, but it's not. I don't really do a lot of it on purpose. Yeah. So me personally, I would kind of rather not. I mean, I like to stay in the know. I just, I just don't, I just want facts. I don't really care mm. about political opinion because I can make my, like, I can make my own opinion. Right now, a lot of the, and we're using a lot of Clay Travis and Barstool Sports, and not really any other media entities, just because those were the most glaring two in our lives at the time. Yeah. Barstool had to make a pivot because of who bought them. Yeah. So they, their pivot was kind of forced. But everybody's kind of, you know, getting comfortable with it, and content's getting better because of it. Clay Travis is eventually going to have to make a pivot. I don't know. He's, I mean, like I said, he's landed that job. That yeah. I mean, his 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 pivot may just be that he pivots out of sports because he doesn't own. Kind of has. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's 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 definitely taken a big part of his. It's, it's a big part of his world now, but. I mean, there's there's guys that were on ESPN and stuff that are doing political stuff now. Like they're they're not even doing sports stuff anymore. So it's like guys, well, people, I mean, people are transitioning over. Like and that, that, that that could just be his move. What's funny about most sports broadcasters is is they all really got their start kind of political news and news stuff. Like yeah. Dan Patrick did the opposite. Dan Patrick worked at CNN before he did sports stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he was like, yeah, I've been there, done that. I want to do stuff that I enjoy now. And so that, you know, that's kind of the opposite. And I don't know. It, it's just, it's wild that, like, I'll use the in and out They used it as an example. I'll use that as an example. It's weird to say that in and out is good. In and out Why is burger? It such a, yeah. Like it's such it's 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 weird to just say it's good because every now and then someone will go viral because they'll go, In and out burger is trash. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying. And you're just like it's it doesn't it's not trash. It's no. good. Like why it's, does it have to be trash? It does yeah, that's you the want thing. people to think you're a it's, cool guy. Like that is that is a, that is that is that's an ultimate take. like look that's at me. A hot, hot take. That's a hot take opinion. Because like yeah, the thing is not, like you're not you're not gonna take a bite out of an In and Out burger and be like, yuck, I'm not finishing this. Could you take a bite out of it and say, okay, but like holy shit, this is super duper overrated. Absolutely, yeah. 
that's been used so much. No, that's a good example because I have seen where people say that. They're like, now, from experience, their fries are absolute garbage. <laughs> I mean, like, their fries are terrible. Yeah. Like, limp, limp dick fries, and they're not even hot. Like, <laughs> they're terrible. I mean, I don't even understand, like, the difference between their burgers and their fries is like night and day. You think they would make more effort? And you That's can. And the thing is, you, can, you literally to get them to be somewhat crispy, you have to ask for them to be well done. I'm gonna try to rein this back into the conversation and not the conversation <laughs> about food. So, so like, but when does that get tired? Because there's always gonna be that chance for for you to go viral, and that's what people are gonna feed off of. Well, this is what this is like, where I'm at. Never gonna be. There's never going to be a new take on. That I think I think it's just like an ebb and flow kind of thing. It's just like you know some 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 take at some point is going to be the hot take of the moment, and then it'll die off when something else pops up, and then it could be a year or two down the road, and you know because the same thing with like you know it's, it's the same thing with like Jordan and stuff like that. These people have these hot takes on who the next best player is, and this player's better than Jordan, and this and that, and. You know, and then you stop hearing about it for a while, and then it pops back up, and it's just like it's. I don't know if it'll ever end, but as far as like how here's how it can end though, is is this is where I'm at is it just ignore it like you know it's false, just ignore it, don't react to it on Twitter. You're just like this fucking guy's an idiot, or they're trying to get attention. I'm just ignoring it, and I and I think that's happening more. It is, which is that's a that's a good thing because it's exhausting. Yeah. Because think about, okay, what is the ESPN, like, throw in the laundry? Anytime they need something, they go to the Jordan and LeBron conversation. I, I'm almost positive the NFL show they have has even discussed the LeBron-Jordan conversation. Like, <laughs> if, Le, if LeBron and Jordan played football, who would be the greatest player? Exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> squeeze. Slow squeeze Thursday, this, huh? <laughs> this, you can't make any lemonade out of this. you got to come up with something different. Go and do something. Go like, like we came up with like draft grades are the most insignificant thing ever after the draft. Media draft, draft grades, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we came up with the idea. Well, we, the conversation was those are dumb. What we should do is what people should do is draft three years later, and we were like, well, let's do that. And so Great transition, like, Seth. Love that segue. Oh, thank there. you. That was, that was like a pro right there. I'll tell you how dumb draft grades are. He segwayed on a segue. Media members <laughs> are about draft grades. Hard not to take put out draft grades. And they're like, give these teams A's, give these teams B's, give these teams F's, give these teams uh, D's. And they're like, let's just see if someone picks them up and posts them. <laughs> and they did. I also seen that didn't like, um literally like Jacksonville Jaguars tweeted out that part of my take gave them an A. I was just about to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like thanks for helping our average. <laughs> right. And like they were like, it's it's not serious. But people look at that and go, Oh, how how'd they get an A? Wasn't the only F but it was uh whatever team was it the Packers that, that uh was, yeah, Big they, Cat hates. You know why that yeah, that's why they got an F, because Big Cat hates them. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, and like it's just that's how little they mean. Yeah, and it went all over the place because it's Barstool, and they and they're just not taking it serious, and everybody else is. Yeah, Um, I do have funny. It's funny to Uh, me. This is pretty good. Uh, Stephen Shea. It. They have there's a draft where you do your uh, what are those called? The where you guess like. Where you say where players are going. Mock draft. Did yeah. Mock draft hit at 49.5%. And he won a contest. That made, and they said he's the best mock drafter. Damn. So, like, he picked at 49. He did a uh, – where he didn't do good was uh, rounds they were going to be taken. Where he did good was where – what team was going to select that player. Yeah. Yeah. I think – and that's and one so, thing that I've, I, like – not to like try to, I don't know, try to steal that guy's thunder, but I feel like I did that. I've been doing that the past few years just for Titans only, just because yeah. like all right, these guys fit. Who there's, there's, there's here's some guys I think 
they may take. And this year was the best year I've had. And we can talk about that well, later if you want, but well, yeah. I yeah, think if you, fine. I think that's the, that was what was so good about Mike Mayock when he was doing draft analysis. He would find a player that was the right fit for the right team and mock them there. Yeah, because at that point, it doesn't really matter when they get drafted, but if you, if you can determine that somebody's a good fit for a team and they get drafted by that team, like that takes, that takes some actual, like, thinking. He, yeah. He's the one that called, uh, who's the quarterback for Titans foot? Malik Willis. Malik. He called Malik Willis to the Titans. He's had that for like weeks. Yeah. He said it was going to be in the first round, and I was yeah. everybody's like, "You're crazy." And he's like, "That's just what I think." Because Tannehill's contract next year is so high. He goes, "Just he goes, wait and see." I want to know. And, you want to know what the definition of depression is? What see, seeing your name pop up as best available player on the draft board for like two round, two and a half rounds, like two and a half rounds Three straight. Rounds. Oh yeah. Malik? Every time, yeah, because every time they, every time they would show who's like so and so's best available player, and it's like Malik Willis. Yeah, he Malik was, Willis, Malik Willis, Malik Willis, and he just never got picked. And I'm like, he was oh, like the man. middle of the third round when Titans traded up to get him, and he was there. And yeah. that's I was like I I did a mock a while back that had him in the second round of the Titans. Um, but he did get drafted, shit, so. You know. So like I was just thinking like, you know, if maybe not a first round guy, but if you can get him in second third, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And they I, got him I, in the late third, so or mid third, so can't be mad well, about it. Well, let's get into what we talked about earlier, the 2019 draft. Yeah. Three years ago, we all looked at the same website. Yep. <laughs> If not by help, but by accident. Congratulations, Kenny, on uh, finding the best website first. Hey, I'm just like y'all. I found I found, I found a website that had the information I wanted in, in the way that I wanted it presented. Yeah, just a straight list, no bullshit, no analysis. Just give me what happened. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So shout out to uh, Pro Football Rumors. Is it dot com? Pro Football Rumors dot com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Kenny, I want you to go first. Since you've been on this page for long. Alright, so we we all have this idea of who who we thought had the best draft, right? Yeah. For twenty nineteen. Of twenty nineteen, right? What if we counted to three and said the team out loud? We're not gonna hear each other. We already go over each other so I just wanted to know if we had. The, I just wanted to know if we had the same, which I guess we still could. That's why I want you to go first. Okay. You tell me who do you think had the best 2019 draft? Dude, I thought looking back at it, I feel like the Buffalo Bills had a hell of a draft. Did you go with the Bills? Yeah. All right, let's go over. Let me scroll to find the Bills and let, let's I go over. I thought they had a good draft too. Um, we're we're going to go over their top. I mean, there's some there's some yeah. other good ones. There's some other really good ones too, but like. They had, I felt like they had some good picks, especially where they got them. Their first four Oliver. draft picks were good. They're yeah. all starters. Um, so you had Ed Oliver, but they had they had early picks. So they, he was picked ninth overall. Ed Oliver had been a really good foundation piece of their defense. Cody Ford in the second round was a tackle who was starting. Devin Singletary is a running back, even though they kind of rotate running backs, but in the yeah, third he, round. He, he has his he has his moment. But he's a star he's he, considered a starter. Yeah. He's an important part to that team. He their is, best really pick po- possibly their best pick. Ed Oliver is probably their best pick, but the, Dawson Knox Thank in the you. third round. Late third round too. Might have been even a, a compensatory pick was a steal right there looking yeah. at it now. Dawson Dawson Knox is my fantasy band-aid. Ever since <laughs> I found out about him. He's and he's from amazing. right here in Nashville. He's is he really? Uh, yeah, he went to um, Brentwood. No, not Brentwood. Yeah, he, he went to one of the Franklin schools, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I'm almost positive uh, Mosin Joseph. Is he still around? I, I'm not sure. I don't, if he is, I haven't heard of him. Back into the draft, I don't recognize any of these names, really. The only two I recognize is Daryl Johnson Jr. I feel like I've seen his name before. I'm sure they're, if they're on the team, they're you know backup role guys, which is fine when you pick. Guys in the fifth, yeah. sixth, seventh. 
Yeah. If they're still on your team, that's that's a win after three, four years. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Uh, but I'm not. Right. Uh, good pick, Kenny. Uh, Richard, why don't you tell me who you think had the highest grade? Man, I want to sound super biased, but I'm going with the okay, Tennessee no. Titans. Oh, do it. That's fine. Let the Tennessee Titans have with this draft, and they selected in the middle round, middle of every round, just about. A first-round pick, Jeffrey Simmons, who fell to them because he was injured and is now probably the second-best defensive tackle in the league behind um, – uh, Dude is a monster. And now drafting injured players is just something that they do on a consistent basis now, right? Well, they did last year, which may <laughs> – you know, we'll have to do this in a couple more years just to see how far they panned out. But Jeffrey Simmons with the 19th overall pick, who is now the second-best – Defensive tackle, defensive lineman, let's say, in the league um, behind, uh, man, I can't think of his name from L.A., Rams. Uh, oh, yeah. Donald, Aaron Donald. Yes. Um, I mean, that right there is his first, the second round, 51st overall, A.J. Brown, who I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad that he's gone. I understand the business move, but Pro Bowl. Was it really, was it really that good of a pick Bowl. if they were willing to trade him that easily? What's that? I I, <laughs> I I gave I gave Richard shit, but I understand it. Um, it it was a really good pick for what it was. It was yeah. yeah. Second, yeah, fifty first overall, AJ Brown. Uh, third third round pick, Nate Davis, guard, who's just been a starter since his rookie year. Uh, fourth round pick, Amani Hooker, who's been a starter for the last three years. Wasn't a starter his rookie year, but is now. Uh, fifth round pick. This is their. This is the only weak link in this draft. DeAndre Walker, who ended up on the practice squad, then went to Seattle. Uh, and their sixth round, Dave Long Jr., sixth round pick, starting middle linebacker. Um, I was about to say, any good? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, you have you have two Pro Bowlers in just a short period of time, and uh, and three starters that are good. Oh yeah. So that's that's where I was going. My and not to sound biased, but I think the uh, 49ers may have had the other. If if I didn't pick Titans, I'd probably went 49ers. I had I had them on my radar. Okay, so I'm here to tell you why you're all wrong. Okay. Not not one, not two, not three. Four, I think five of these players were a part of a Super Bowl roster. Oh, Lord. One, two, three of them were starters. Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the best draft. <laughs> Crickets. And I'm just kidding. Um, I, like, I like some of their picks, but you're going to have to explain to me um, – uh, I think I know the four you're talking about, but I don't know the rest of these guys. You don't know about Scotty Miller? No, Scottie he's Miller. one that I do know. Devin White, Sean Murphy, Bunting, Jamil Dean. They, they both. Right. They all three started. Jamil Dean, I don't know much about. So please uh, enlighten me. Oh, he's a good cornerback. Uh, I, he's gone to. He left to go to another team because we couldn't afford him anymore. I believe it was Dean left. But Sean Murphy, Bunting, and Jamal Dean, I mean, given our cornerbacks aren't really are left on an island because of the way our defense is set up. But what those guys have done as far as showing up when it counts and shutting down what people called was a cheat code to football was something astonishing. Like, all those, our top three picks were a very important part of that defense in that Super Bowl run. Well, Devin White, uh, I mean, I, I'll give you that. Devin White's probably one of the yeah. best middle linebackers in the league oh, yeah. and was definitely a reason why they won the Super Bowl uh, yeah. two years ago. Scotty Miller is the reason why we were in the Super Bowl because if he didn't catch that touchdown in the NFC Championship in Green Bay at the end of the second quarter, 
Green Bay had a chance to get something going, but that yeah, that kind of was like the nail in the coffin almost. Whole stadium, yeah. That took the wind out of their, that took the wind out of their sails. So what about That's part of the reason why he, we had such a rough year was because we didn't have Scotty Miller. He was injured a lot. Um, Anthony Nelson has been uh, rotated out defensive end. Um, is he in Oakland now or no, uh, Las Vegas now? Maybe. Anthony Nelson was really good for us for a while. See what that makes me that makes me some knocks if there's if they're not with the team, I feel like that's a little bit of a knock. Well if they win the team a Super Bowl. They were on the roster for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Who were? The top three guys started in the Super Bowl. No, I I'm not talking about the top three guys. I'm talking about the all right, Mike Edwards, Anthony Nelson, and Matt and Gay. Matt, Matt Gay's still in the league. He's with the Rams. So he won another super. He won a Super Bowl. I, I'm oh, what I'm saying is, but not oh, with damn. the Bucks. Did, did did Matt Gay was he? Did like, he stay with the he, team? He stayed with the team up until the year they won the Super Bowl because the Titans couldn't win one for theirs, so he had to come to Tampa Bay. <laughs> so you're getting so you're getting person. I'm just trying to find out. No, I'm just letting these you know, guys aren't on on the team. Like, is that a not? They're still in the NFL. No, then that's fine. I mean, gonna... I mean, if it's if it's a knock, then it's a knock on AJ Brown. So Tampa Bay was also one of like I think two teams to draft a kicker. Is that is that a knock? I don't mind drafting a kicker. I mean, just kidding. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking for something. A, you drafted the, we, your punter, right? I'm just poking holes. George, you got Yeah, I mean, if it went, means we win a Super Bowl in three years, then yeah, let's do it again. I'm saying if like like um the defensive tackle out of Mississippi State. I can't remember his name. We just talked about him. Or for the Titans. The um, Titans. Big Jeffrey, Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons was an important part of that um when they went to the AFC championship, right? Uh I'm trying to think if yeah, he was on the team then. Yeah, because it was the Buffalo Bill game where um, the guy he spit on the guy, but they never said showed what the guy did to him, if I remember correctly. The Buffalo Bill game from last year, where they no, no, no. on fourth and goal. The, yes, that was last year, and that was a Monday Night Football game when they played the Bills last year. Was that the, was it a night? Yeah, so it might have been that game. Okay. So that was a regular season game. The AFC Championship game was against the Chiefs but that they, they were the Bills, in. Didn't they play the Bills, though? Not in the playoffs. They okay, played in the regular right. season then the last the game two years. Confused. It was the Monday night game. Because they, they beat them on a Tuesday night game two years ago, the COVID game. They got delayed, and they beat the breaks off the Bills. It was like 42-14 to 14 or something. Yeah, and then they yeah. beat them last year on a great Monday night football game. It was down to the wire. With that fourth and goal stop, and Josh Allen got slipped and got just crushed by Simmons. Then it's not. No, no. I was thinking about something else. Then I don't know where I was going with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you have four guys that were important to a Super Bowl run, that's what you want. Oh, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I mean, like I said, Devin White and Sean. I mean, it helps. Hunting, I think, are really good players that are foundation pieces for your team. I just wasn't sure about the rest of the guys. I can't believe you don't know about Scotty Miller. That hurts. No, Dude. I do know Scotty Miller, but Mike Miller's he's a, good slot, brother, man. a slot receiver. With, uh, but he's been banged up a lot. Yeah, he has. But he catches. But he's a good six round pick. He's a really oh, good yeah, six round pick. Six round pick. Uh, Dean is still with Tampa Bay, so I was wrong on that. He is still with Tampa Bay. But yeah, Mike Edwards, I don't think Mike Edwards is. Where's he playing? He's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he's so, I didn't think so, he was still with the team. To show that we're not biased, is there other teams you want to discuss with this? Uh, As having, having good, there now in my take. After looking through every roster, there's only like 
maybe six, seven teams that I feel like has a good draft where I look at their, they have like three or four guys that are like, oh, I know those guys. One, I'll give you a team I think had a good draft that a lot of people might not think um, was the Washington Redskins. Um, specifically when you look at Montez Sweat, Kerry McLaurin, yeah. and I think that those like, yeah, that was like, a Dwayne yeah. Haskins draft too. Or yeah, that would be the only that would be the only thing holding them down because they whiffed on that one. Well, yeah, but like people are like Seth, that's only two guys. Well, those two guys are really very good. important to that team. Well, McLaurin's yeah. one of the better receivers in the league, and he was a third round pick. And Montez Sweat is an he's really good on that defensive line. Yeah, he's a he was a twenty six overall pick, so he was a first rounder. Um, yeah. Kind of hate to work out with Dwayne Haskins, RIP. Um, yeah. But another team oh, that I got, I already mentioned the 49ers. If we want to run through yeah. their list real quick. Oh, no, no. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Bosa's number two overall. Phenomenal defensive player. Um, uh, with the 36 overall pick, they took Debo Samuel. Let me ask you a question. Debo gets drafted in this draft. What round, what number does he go? I think he's probably still a first rounder. I think first what round because of the they're, they're not being so many quarterbacks. Uh, as far as win in the first round, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, I would probably say in the teens. Okay. You you with him on that, Kenny? Uh, either in the teens or later in the, later in the draft, one of the two. Later, the 20, in the, later in the first. The 2019 draft, you had um. Quite a few quarterbacks. You had Dwayne Haskins. You had the uh, guy from the Giants. Um, and I can't think of his name. Daniel from the Jones. Giants. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel Jones. And then um, I feel like I'm missing a quarterback. I feel like there was three or four quarterbacks that went in the first round. Um, but Yeah, that just tells you how good they were. Then I don't think you. Know, oh wait, well, uh, freaking the first overall pick was uh, was uh, Arizona. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Let's look at Arizona. They were they had the number Kyler Murray. One overall Kyler pick. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, uh, let me finish with the 49ers first before. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I think the I agree the Cardinals. I think had a pretty decent draft too. But um, uh, just going back to the 49ers. Uh, shit, I lost my place. Uh, Debo Samuel in the second round. They had Jalen Hurd in the third round, which hasn't worked out because he can't stay healthy. Um, they took a punter in the fourth round, which is intriguing. Um, I'd have to look to see if – I think he's still their punter. But what they got in the fifth round is what really intrigued me. Dre Greenlaw is a starting one of the starting middle linebackers, and he's really damn good. Uh, the rest of the guys are Caden Smith, a backup tight end. Uh, and the other two guys, I'm not sure if they're on the team, but in their sixth round pick. But I think, I mean, Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, Drake Greenlaw, all really good picks. But what? And, okay, so on the West Coast, what about what about the Raiders? I think the Raiders had an excellent draft too. Yeah, that was like that was one of my. The, Max Crosby. I, 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 I kind of struggled between them and the Bills, honestly, because I like I like the Raiders uh, yeah, draft picks. Looking at it. Looking yeah. at it as a whole, I mean, they had a ton of picks, but looking at it as a whole, they definitely hit some targets. Hunter Winfro in the fifth round, 149th overall. That's a steal. Yeah. Um, yeah, Max Crosby in the fourth round, one of the best defensive ends in the league. And I still think their first-round picks are solid. I mean, Cleveland Farrell, probably not uh, worth the fourth overall, but Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram, yeah. Good, good players. Uh, What's in, funny is, is when they took Josh Jacobs, everybody was like, "That's crazy to pick him because he's going to be there in the, you know, in later rounds." And it ended up hitting. So like, yeah, yeah. At the time, everybody made fun of him, but it worked out very, very well for you. Yeah. yeah, when he's when he's healthy, he's absolutely worth that draft pick for sure. But yeah, I, I like the Rodgers. Max Crosby is such a monster yeah he's just such a beast that's um, a guy if you look at this draft and say man who who did who got missed that was that's him fourth round oh yeah uh 
You say you wanted to talk Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, let's talk about them because, like, yes, I, I think 1-1 Tyler Murray made sense. But, like, like this year he would have gone number one overall. But like, Oh, easily. Well, he did then. Yeah, but, like, I I don't think they would say regret taking him 1-1 overall. But, like, I think people think he's better than he really is. I haven't it's bought in. Weird. I haven't bought in completely. It's yeah, weird. I, because ahead. it's weird because I feel like this season he really like the way he started the season was like oh now I see it, and then the just team just filtered out it after the middle of the season and I don't think they even made the playoffs. Yeah, but what happened in the middle of the season? He got hurt, right? Not just him. DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, let me ask y'all this: Does he have some? And y'all, I know Richard will know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Kenny may have forgot. I've made this point a couple times. Does he have some Philip Rivers in him? Um, he's, just, he's absolutely gonna go off one half of the season. To be determined, because I, like I don't feel like that his, last this past season he did it, and the season year, before he year, year before too, yeah. Yeah, but I yeah. almost wonder if it's just seeing flashes of the talent that he's supposed to be, and he just hasn't got it all together yet. But last year, it seemed like, I mean, they were undefeated, like, through seven or eight weeks, not probably like six, seven weeks, the Cardinals, and then just completely, London, like, what lost it, like, five or six in a row, and just completely fell off the, off the band. Like, I don't know what, I mean, injuries did happen, but, like, man. I mean, I guess you can't put it all on him, but it's like... It's a product. He started playing poorly too. That's what I'm saying. It's a product of something. Like, yeah. right. So, and and looking more at their draft, I'm not really sold on them having a good draft either. Because yeah, I don't think they did. I don't, even mean, with the Kyler Murray, I'm still like, you got a lot of picks, but I don't see a lot of. They had two second round picks. Byron Murphy, who I believe is still there and starting. Andy Isabella is probably not on the team or is. I mean, they have three or four guys playing in front of him. Zach Allen, I think... Could be there, but you're not going to hear his name. I feel like Isabella's still on the team, but he was only playing because... Uh, what's the name? Uh, DeAndre, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins was hurt. Yeah. So he got shifted up on the depth chart. Yeah, and he might have been their fourth receiver even then. Yeah. Zach Allen, I don't, I don't know if I'm getting him confused with being now on the Washington Redskins, but I could be wrong. He might. He might be. Because I think he might be a part of that really good Washington Redskins defensive line if it's the oh, same man, person. Their, their D-line is – when that gets blown up, it's going to be a sad day. Because <laughs> that is – that's art. Uh, <laughs> but the rest, of their, the rest of their draft, I don't know anything about those guys. I mean, I know Deontay Thompson, but I don't think he's – just because he played at Alabama, but I don't – you got Lamont Gellier that was in Georgia center. But I don't even yeah, know if they're on the yeah, team. I, don't, I think he's in Cincinnati backing up. So that tells you something. Um, all right, I'm going to talk about two teams right now. That are, I, I, their best pick was their number one pick, and it was a tight end. Denver Broncos, their best pick was Noah Fant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's all you by, have to say about that. By uh, far, yeah. And now him and Drew Locke, who also was drafted in the second round of that draft, shipped off to Seattle for Russell Wilson. Exactly. So now the next team with their best pick was their first pick, was Detroit Lions with yeah. DJ Hawkinson. Yeah, really good pick. But where I think they did better than Denver, Ty Johnson in the sixth round, who is an important part to that offense, has been. Now that oh yeah, Swift is there, he's going to kind of get lost in the shuffle. But he's he's a good back. He, he's not he'll play in the league for ten years and no one will know about it. Yeah, I, I mean I'm just going uh, down the list too. If we're ready to move on from Detroit, I mean right yeah, after them, just going down the list, the Green Bay Packers had a good start to it to the draft. I mean they have. Rashawn Gary, they had, the thing is, these are guys that are, you know, not big names, but they are starters and are pretty good. Rashawn Gary, defensive end, Darnell Savage, safety, 
Elgin Jenkins, starting offensive lineman. Jay Sternberger's a backup tight end, and then I don't know the rest of the guys. I was about to say, Sternberger, you still hear his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, Texans, I, I don't think this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even worth, they're not even worth mentioning. Colts had a, had a had a couple of guys out of their draft that are good. Uh, Rock, I mean, they didn't have a first-round pick, um, but they had Rocky Asin, cornerback, who I think just got paid. Um, Paris Campbell, who's still there, he's solid. Uh, but their best pick might be the Bobby Okiriki, their third-round pick. He's a really good middle linebacker. And... Um, and I don't really recognize the rest of the guys. Yeah. Oh, Jaguars. Jaguars, Gardner Minshew in the second, sixth round. Say what you want about him, but that was a pretty good pick for the sixth round. Be, he, I'm going to call the shot. He's the next. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's that guy's name that went to Harvard? Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I think, I think he's the next Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I think he's going to play for a lot of teams for a while. He's going to be he's, he's going to be the he's going to be the band aid. Yeah, band aid. Which is a bad gig in the NFL. He's going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, and to, to stay with the Jaguars, Josh Allen's a really good pick. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, Jawan Taylor's a solid tackle, but I don't think he's doing all that great. But it's kind of hard to be an offensive lineman for the Jaguars as of late. I'm going through and. I mean, there's not a lot of other. There's not a lot of other great drafts. The Rams no. getting Daryl Henderson in the third round and David Long, the cornerback, in the third round. Both those guys are pretty solid. Yeah. The Dolphins. Miles Gaskin in the seventh round is a pretty good pick. Christian Wilkins is good for the production he's had. That is actually a really good seventh yeah. round pick. I agree. Oh, the Vikings had a pretty solid draft. Garrett Bradbury's a good center. Irv Smith Jr.'s uh, their second tight end, but he's pretty good. Alexander Mattinson, every time they need to lean on yeah. him because Cook gets hurt, he does a good job. He shows up. Every time he backs yeah. up, he shows, he shows up. Um, I've heard Marcus Epps. I think he might be a starter or or nickel guy. The rest of the guys I don't know. Patriots had a solid draft, too. Uh, actually, no, let me take that back. Nikhil Harry hasn't done shit. No. But Jawan Williams, I don't know if he's done much or not. But that third-round pick, Chase Winovich, is good. Damian Harris, yeah. solid. Yep. Jared Stidham kind of thought it was going to be his show. And then last year they got Mac Jones. <laughs> and then their, their punters, solid, Jake Bailey. Let's go over there. Still not a good draft. I wouldn't consider that a good draft. How many people are left on the Saints? Kenny? We haven't talked about the Saints at all we, since we kind of picked our teams. But Kenny, yeah, I'm not a homer. That's why. <laughs> well, I did my homework on my homer team. Oh, I know. Come to find out, come to find out, there's only two guys that we drafted that aren't still on the team. It's pretty good. Terry, Beck, Terry Beckner Jr. and Matt Gay. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I was like, who? What? What team do I root for? I mean, we got <laughs> Nelson was on the Super Bowl team and played. I mean, like, I mean, our, our offensive line's battered, but like Eric McCoy was probably one of the the better parts of it. Yeah. Especially last year, and obviously Gardner Johnson's still that's doing his pick. thing. Yeah. Fourth, fourth round pick yeah, for, for the fourth round. Yeah, I mean. I mean, th- that's the thing. Like, in this draft, we didn't have a first or a third. And so, here's why. You get, you, it's because of Marcus Davenport. Yeah. So you kind of have to say, is was he worth all that? Because remember, they traded all the way up mm-hmm. to get him in, I want to say, like the top ten. And I just, I'm just not sure if that was worth that move. Might not have been. See, I'm going to say this. I'm going to look at the Saints draft, and I see how much Gardner Johnson means to that team. Like, that defense doesn't have necessarily the attitude as much as it has if he's not on that team. Yeah, he's most of the attitude. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, from the jump. Like, from the jump. Before people even knew who yeah. he was, he had attitude out there. Yeah. So, like, my thing is, is, like, 
it's a good draft because they have a guy that gives the defense an identity. I think LSA Mack's like, still on the team. He ain't starting. So I can't say no. I can't. I can't say F. You know, I can't say A. But I wouldn't mind giving him no. a C. No, no, I give him a C minus. Well, you got. I feel like you got to yeah. drag the Marcus John, Marcus uh, Davenport into that to to make it like the overall grade. I say C minus D plus. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that because, dude. I, as much as I hate. You know, throwing confetti for the guy. <laughs> He's an important part of that team. Yeah. He's entertaining, too. And you got him in the four. I mean, it's but not I, often you find a guy who will fight with other guys, like fight with your wide receivers well, on the same team. Anybody. Let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. You got, you got to love it, man. <laughs> There's only two more teams that I have that is worth mentioning, in my opinion. Um, yeah. The Steelers had, uh, a, I would say, a solid draft because they got, I feel like they got every, well, are getting everything out of the guys they've gotten and the rounds they got them in, and maybe even a steal with two of their picks. So to start, Devin Bush is a really good linebacker, but he's been hurt mm-hmm. um, yeah. for them. Deontay Johnson, they really stepped up this year, this past season. But, yeah. okay, let me ask you this. Deontay, like, that's what Pittsburgh does, though. Yeah, I agree. So is it really surprising? <laughs> I mean, give them a good grade. They're wide receiver, you if if, uh, if you want to call them that. Yeah, they can pick yeah, they can I, pick wide receivers late late round wide receivers or not late. That's not late late late. Well, they had like in the third round. I guess mid like, mid round mid yeah. mid in the mid rounds. That's what makes me scared about them drafting my guy though. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yeah. Justin Lane, um, a cornerback in the third round. I think he's a contributor, if not uh, like a slot nickel guy. Benny Snell is a backup running back. He's pretty solid. Um, yeah. Isaiah Bugs. Not a starter. What's that? I said Benny Snell is definitely not a starter. No. He's no. A really good backup. Really yeah. good backup. And he's had to play a lot because of injuries. So they've gotten, I mean, a fourth round pick for him. They've gotten some good work out of him. Uh, Isaiah Bugs in the sixth round. That dude's a starter, and he's pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, he's a monster. And Derwin Gray, the seventh round, 219th overall, is a starter, starting offensive lineman that's pretty good. That's I have a problem with giving Pittsburgh offensive linemen a good grade. Why, because of Cause Coach Munchak? Well, no, their offensive line has been bad. Yeah. Bad. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, no, no. Mon- he's not there anymore. Mike Munchak's uh, in Denver. Yeah. Well, we don't know if he's there anymore because they got rid of their coach. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if he is or not. If, if somebody's got a poo-poo on the parade a little bit, I'll poo-poo on the parade. And it could be Ben Roethlisberger's fault, but that offensive line just hasn't been a cohesive unit in years. You're right, yeah. But to get a and starter it, out of a seventh rounder, even though you're having a bad offensive lineman, isn't the worst isn't thing. Isn't bad. No, you're right. But it also right. could be a detriment of your team. Hey, we got a seventh round guy in here starting. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other team you got? I mean, the only other team that's worth mentioning, it's only because of one pick, is is the Seattle Seahawks taking DK Metcalf. Not with their with their second second round pick, 64th overall, DK Metcalf. Which, Y'all remember what his big knock was in the draft? Yeah, he couldn't run routes. He couldn't run routes. He could just run straight. But, I will take that, what that man could do running straight on my yeah. team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, because if he's going to run straight faster than most other people are, then, like, but, he like, was, plus, he's, plus he's big as shit. <laughs> he was the Malik not- Willis of this draft. Yeah. Somebody that could have went in a top ten that fell all the way to, you know, the second day. That if, if people if people knew about DK Metcalf, he would have gone in the top ten of this draft this year. You, you hope he's the Malik Willis. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he really does. Well, I hope Malik Willis is the DK Metcalf. Yeah, no. my thing is is with is with DK Metcalf. I don't like like, and I, I used to pick on Rich about this a lot about Chris Johnson. Once that speed goes away, 
He better have something else that we don't. Well, know he about. does. He's got size. I mean, if he could, like, I mean, I feel like he's kind of a physical receiver too. So with his size, right. I mean, I feel like he could change his game when his speed starts going down. Well, you'd like to hope right. that now that he's in the NFL, he's been working on his routes. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. But I will say this about DK: as, as much as 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 much as everybody, he is very health conscious. He does take care of his body, so I don't think that size is ever going to be a hindrance. Kind of like, um, you remember Zion. Dwayne Bow? Dwayne Bow. Everybody knows Dwayne Bow, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dwayne Bow got big, got bigger. <laughs> um, who's that Carolina wide receiver? Oh, I know who you're talking about. They end up getting. Uh, he was end up getting City. into it with Cam. Oh man, I, I had him on my fantasy teams a couple times. I don't know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. I can't think of his name because it worked out. It worked out a couple times. Yeah, he blew up, man. Yeah. The thing is, is what's funny is, is when he played wide receiver for the Chiefs on a on a Monday night game one time, and Booker McFarland was like, "Man, this guy is one Popeye's biscuit away from being a left tackle." <laughs> and guess what? Kansas City did after that. They moved him into tight end. Oh yeah. And I believe he was on their Super Bowl roster. Did he also play for Buffalo too? Uh, I think so. He went. He went from Carolina to Buffalo, and he just didn't work out because he kept eating. Or was it back? Or was it the other way around? Was he drafted by Buffalo and then went to Carolina and then went to Kansas City? He was a rookie in Carolina. Okay. Because everybody was like, finally they got him a tall receiver. Steve, Steve Smith was like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, one thing to mention about DK again is how surprising was was it that AJ Brown, same school, went went fifty um, first overall. So he went thirteen, fourteen picks ahead of DK Metcalf when all the buzz was about DK Metcalf, and then AJ Brown selected in the second round, um, fourteen picks ahead of him. Which, well, it's it, because well, the thing was is that everybody knew AJ Brown could run routes. Like that yeah. was like, think about it. That was the biggest knock on him. It's like uh, the Bengals wide receiver this year, before the season started, they were like, he's having Jamar Chase. Spot the foot. Yeah, Jamar Chase had a huge knock on him because they said he couldn't spot the football. And in an interview, they asked him about it. He's like, well, yeah, college football is easier to see because of the white stripes. And everybody ran with it. Oh yeah, I remember that story. He had he had the greatest rookie season ever. Yeah. Yeah. Now now all he does is catch the balls. Yeah. And so like, how much of it is just I'm going to throw so much bullshit out there to make this guy fall, which is the dirty part of the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Very dirty. Kelvin Benjamin. Just like uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kelvin, not Shelton. Shelton Benjamin is a WWE star. <laughs> Kelvin uh, Benjamin. Kelvin, yeah. Is that, DK Metcalf is the anti-Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if, if he really wanted to, he could he could lean up some as he got older. We're, and that'll, we're going to really I mean, learn about DK Metcalf's game this year with no Russell Wilson. Oh, he's gonna get traded. Are they just gonna? Are they just gonna go with? Uh, Drew Lock? Yeah. Oh my God. Who was also in this draft? <laughs> yeah, nineteen yeah. draft. He was a guy that, that um, he was he was at the draft and mm-hmm. left uh, to go somewhere because he didn't get picked the first day, and they got picked in the second day. And then they had him come out like way later because he finally got there. And I was like, why are they even doing this? <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. I've got a, I got another funny story about this draft. Uh, Carolina Panthers drafted a quarterback, um, Greer. Uh, what's his Will name? Will Greer? Yeah, from Florida. Will Greer. Yeah. So the funny story about this is, is Will Greer was really good friends with Caleb Presley. Oh yeah. Caleb yeah. Presley they talked to him about, hey, what if we come and shoot while you get drafted and we'll do it for Barstool? Will Greer was like, Yeah, let's do it. 
And so Barstool had Will Greer coverage. No one gave a – no one cared about Will Greer coverage. But that's what Barstool does. Yeah. And so Barstool was there. Well, ESPN shows up the day they think he's going to get drafted, and they're like, hey, we want to come cover you today for the draft. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. yeah, go ahead. Uh, he's like, yeah, the Barstool guys are already here. And they're like, well, they got to go. Shit. You tell them to leave. And he said, nah, you can go. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Have a nice day. I believe he. So I, I, like, I, I kind of, like, I don't know if he's still in the league or not, but I'm always like, that. that's kind of cool because you're like, yes, you can be here and do that. I'm not going to kick you out just because, you know, I said you could be here, so you're going to stay here. You yeah. Know, he held up his end of the bargain. And anybody that'll do that, that, that's pretty cool. It was a, yeah, late third round pick, Will Greer for the Panthers. I remember, I thought he was a fourth rounder, but he was a third rounder. It's like a place for the Cowboys now. Oh, yeah, they need all the help they can get. That Um, that first-round pick for the Panthers, uh, Brian Burns, is really good. Yeah. And their tackle, Greg Little, I think is still there and starting. You think Chicago regrets that Khalil Mack pick? (laughs) Looking at this, they don't have a first- or a second-round pick. That's because Oakland did. Yeah. And Riley Ridley, he hasn't done anything, has he? No, Riley Ridley may be like a six stringer. Yeah, their draft, their draft is. uh, I mean, David David Montgomery, I guess, worked out for the most part, but for a third round pick, I think it's yeah, an okay pick. The rest of the rest of their draft is uh, don't know. Nope. Nope. Well, guys, I think that's all I got. It's it's past my bedtime. Hell yeah. Good talk. This was fun. This was yeah. fun, guys. <laughs> Next time we, we need to do the 1975 draft. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. Y'all take it easy. All, All right, right, man. See you. Later. Well, um, I am good if you're good, Kenny. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Well, appreciate everybody listening. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Ten Rich. Like, subscribe, comment, all the good stuff. Uh, we're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And we'll talk to you all next week. Well, I may or may not. We'll see. <laughs> Somebody will. Maybe watch. All right, then. All right.